welcome to the XY Advisor podcast. To join a global community of financial advisors sharing and learning with one another to drive the positive evolution of financial advice, head to xyadvisor.com. This episode is proudly sponsored by Integrity Life. Just like XY Advisor, Integrity isn't afraid to push for positive change in our industry, especially when it comes to the cost of life insurance. Right now, many Australians are underinsured, but Integrity is working to change all that with sustainable pricing and discounts that last as long as the policy. Next time you need a quote, why not give Integrity a try? Head to integritylife.com.au forward slash XY. Hey, how's it going? What do you know? Strike the light. Clayton here, chatting with Francois all the way over in South Africa, mate. Thank you so much for coming on. And what a pleasure. I've been waiting for a long time. <laughs> We're supposed to do this last year. Things didn't work out. And uh, just a big, big privilege to be uh, with you today and to have this conversation. I had the privilege of interviewing you yes. uh, earlier or last year, and that was amazing. So it's great to have the, the, the shoe on the other foot today. Mate, you're exactly right. I think uh, in a lot of ways, you personify that, uh, that new, the new way of financial planning, you know, like there's, there's a, there's certainly a movement that's captured the world and it's in all these continents at the same time. And, and, you know, I I know for a fact, anyone that I, I speak to in the, in the international realm of financial planning, everyone knows you, you've either interviewed them or they they've seen what you do. And it's, um, it's a, it's a huge benefit to have you here because you're just another piece in that international puzzle that says, you know, financial planning has come of age and, and, and it's, there's more to it than just, you know, simple accounting and simple sort of number bean counting um, that there's a whole, there's a whole element of financial planning that's only just now come to the fore. And, and I think, you know, you were so busy doing that in your own business, um, which is still like a lot of that stuff still available, right? Even though you've, and I, and I, I want to give the scoop out if people don't already know you're working now with uh, one of Australia's actually top companies, um, Iris over there in South Africa. So uh, congratulations there, mate. Thank you, man. Yeah, it's uh, very cool. But obviously everything that you were doing is still available, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, one of the things that, that even I realized over time as it was, as things were moving along and moving along, I realized that, you know what, we Back in the day, almost like I, I did my CFP uh, certification back in 2012, and uh, I've been working on my knowledge. I, I really started in 2002, working on it, really becoming aware of, of what financial planning is. I got very excited about tax planning and investment planning and estate planning and all this stuff. And I helped a lot of people along the way to, when, when we had to get our minimum qualifications in order to be able to give advice in South Africa. I did a lot of that training with them, but it was never my job to do that. Mm. And as time went on, you know, um, CFP was always the, that was the pinnacle. That's where you need to get to. Mm. And it feels to me like these days, it's more of a, that's the starting point. Yeah. That's the foundation. That's the baseline. That's not the stuff. <laughs> um, because, you know, it's like, we need that. Without that, you cannot give proper advice because you're going to cost somebody an arm and a leg, half a kidney, yeah. and I don't know, the edge of their liver <laughs> yeah. if you don't know what you're doing. Yes. But the mere fact or the, 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 the reality is that clients are not interested in that stuff. Yeah. So that's the, the, the you know, 
below the bonnet kind of things that it needs to be there. The engine needs to be there. It needs to work perfectly. But all they care about is getting from point A to point B. So I think there's this whole new world now on top of this where it's all about engagement, understanding, um, you know, working with empathy. That kind of stuff has now become so much more important and really adding value in a client's life. And that's the exciting part where something that used to be that's the end goal is now the starting point. Yeah. which I think is amazing. That's such a great way of putting it, mate. Yeah, like uh, the, the technical prowess is is now a ticket to the game. It's no longer uh, the pinnacle. It is ticket to the game. It's such a such a great way of putting it. Um, you know, in, in uh, actually another big thing is you're uh, changing format, you're changing name of, of your podcasting and of your show. It's now called Propulsion. Um, talk to us about, you know, uh, you mentioned you were inspired to change it through the, 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 um, the next gen guys over there, uh, in the UK. Um, and so you're looking to do a little bit more, where, where is it headed? Like what, what do you want to start doing that you weren't doing before? Yeah. So, so just maybe a little bit of background of where it, it came from and specifically the name propulsion, because when you write propulsion, it's pro in capital letters and then pulsion. And it really, I thought, you know, that says more than, obviously the word propulsion is amazing because it means to drive or push forward. If you go look at what Google says that means, I hope they're right, but it means to drive and push forward. And it's for me about, you know, if you have ambition and you have drive and you, you're never happy with where you are and it doesn't matter what comes your way, you just want to push forward and push through and just grow and grow and grow. And what we just actually spoke about that, uh, you know, what used to be the thing is now the ticket to the game, as you, as you so eloquently put it, you know, that means that things are evolving and how exciting is that? And unfortunately, some people are still stuck and they will stay stuck for a long time because they haven't gotten the message yet or they don't think that in their lifetime possibly. But that's where propulsion came from. So when I started the actual podcast, the audio version, so so just like we're doing now, um, that was back in 2019 and I was looking for a name and that's actually was the name of the podcast. So my business was called Franchot de Tway Consulting and Technology. Uh, nothing to do with propulsion. But over time, people started linking what I do to the podcast and, and to propulsion. And when they thought about it, they were always referring back to propulsion, propulsion, propulsion. And I thought like, you know what, that thing is starting to build a bit of a brand. And uh, as time goes on, and because I'm now with Iris and that, um, I want to move away from my personal name and leave Propulsion to be. And, uh, you know, we've, we've already last year rebranded the website. We did a total rebrand of Propulsion. So already the business was going to start trading and is trading as Propulsion, learning and technology. So we still kept the learning and technology. But um, the show that I started last year, which was a live show, it's a live video show. And a lot of people call that a podcast as well. <laughs> I guess it could be. Um, I view it as a show because there's video production and there's live stuff and there's a whole host of equipment here that I don't normally use uh, when we do podcasting. But that's why, um, you know, when, and that was just called Virtual Coffee with Francho. And that was born out of a necessity for me to stay sane when South Africa went into lockdown. I was, I can't tell you how scared I was, not of getting sick or anything like that. It was like, was my business going to survive? Because everybody that I did business with could not do squat. They couldn't do anything. We weren't set up to do anything remotely. You know, very few people already were meeting uh, virtually with clients. So I just, because the the, the live thing was something I wanted to do, and I actually did a test back in, I think it was February, just to test it out. But man, can I tell you, (laughs) the very first one I sat here, I was uh, thinking it was just going to be a Q&A. Every day I'm going to be here live and just going to ask, or people will ask me questions, I will answer. 
And then it was crickets. There was one guy in that very first <laughs> one. And I very quickly realized that, Francho, you need to come up with a topic or a theme. But that's how the show was born. And, and all I'm doing now, because I, I also get bored with things quite quickly, uh, and I want things to evolve and get better and, and more punchy and more fun. Uh, you know, and I've always tried to be, like, I don't try to be funny. I always say, if you try to be funny, don't be. Uh, if you are funny, that's great. You know, but but that was one of the things that I was, I just want to have fun when I do this. I want my guests to have fun. I don't want them to be stressed when they're on the show and that kind of stuff. So, so what I now decided to do is also to call it Propulsion Live. Uh, so there will be the, the distinction between Propulsion Live and the Propulsion Podcast. So the podcast will now, we will also put out the audio version of the show onto there. We're going to edit out some of the stuff. But then that will also be available afterwards to listen to if people don't make the show. And yeah, I think it's actually the brand. I've got a very, like uh, Mark Lang down in Melbourne, if I'm not mistaken, is a regular viewer. He always says hi. He's there every single week, you know, seven o'clock South African morning. That's when yeah. we go live on a Friday. And Mark is there and he says hi and all of that. So it feels like I know Mark. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so so that's that's the story, man. Um, and and that's why we we we're doing that. We just want to bring alignment, and so that people don't get confused about the things that is that are available that can help them. And and all I want to do is help people build better businesses, you know, um, and be that making them technically more proficient and mm -hmm. and giving them insights into how they can structure their business and you know whatever we cover every single thing in that show. Yeah. So yeah, I think I, there's one part that I did not answer, and that's maybe. So I don't want to go on for too long. Clay, no, no, but, no, no. Um, but but ultimately, and and it all links back to the the products and services that you sell. Yeah, that was not the intention with the show, right? Um, it's just that I started sharing whatever I know to help others, to actually help me in the first place because yeah. I was going mad. But I was just putting out content and putting out content, and we've yeah. done 120 episodes last year, and it's. I, I just said the other day that's like the Bible for like financial planning business and practice and whatever you want to call it, because I share literally everything I know. Um, the one thing that we don't cover in the show, particularly our te technical stuff. So we don't talk about tax and estate planning and those kind of things. We, we talk about business and marketing and sales and relationship building and, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. So, so that's more the focus. And then I interview guests from around the world, um, a lot from, from South Africa, but also many people from around the world. Uh, and, and the nice thing about that is that we can talk about the same topic a hundred times because everybody's got their own insights. Yeah. If I talk about something, I can only talk about it once basically. So, <laughs> so that's the amazing thing. Well, mate, actually on that, um, you, you mentioned it's like the Bible and, and I know exactly what you mean. Um, uh, in in the Bible or in any religious text, you have uh, people that read it often have favorite parts, and so I'm kind of interested if you if you can think back to those you know the over a hundred episodes in such a short amount of time as well. What stands out? Like, are there a couple of things that stand out to you in terms of they were real real moments for the way that you think about advice? Yeah, I think, um, you know, one of the things, well, one thing was I actually had Emily Blanche also on the show. So that was for me when we spoke about building community, there's so, a lot of things that clicked for me when, when we were having that discussion. And that's something I've been talking about more and more and more with people because of that conversation. So that was one thing that stood out. And I'm not just saying that because I'm on your podcast. It's really, that was one of the things that stood out for me. Then there was another episode that we did during August with, um, we had a Women's Month series where I only interviewed uh, women on, on the show during during August. And we're also trying to do uh, a lot more women guests. So, so we're getting closer to that 50-50 split. 
But um, I, I spoke to a lady called Jay Naidu. Now, I used to work with Jay at one of the big insurance companies here in South Africa. She has subsequently left there as well. And she's busy farming somewhere in, <laughs> in I don't even know where. But uh, we spoke about extremes. And that was phenomenal. That episode did so well. Um, because it's about always this thing like we're over here on the left-hand side and then we want to move all the way over to the right-hand side. And mm. I don't know, I feel like the answer is somewhere in the middle. We'll never find the, the exact middle. Mm. But we always try to go from when this is wrong, then we go right to the other extreme. And that's not right, you mm. know, although it could be on the right-hand side. It's, not, it's still not right. So we were really getting into that discussion. So that is something that really stood out for me. The 50th episode, when we celebrated that, I had Ross Bernstein from the US on the, on the show. And, and he is somebody that uh, is into sports. So he's a journalist uh, into sport, but he has written, I don't know how many books. And we were talking about, you know, how do you build momentum? And that was right, right in the middle of, of lockdown. Because when we started lockdown, that was day 50 of lockdown because we did a daily show at that point. Wow. And um, that one definitely stood out. Kurvis Klein always stands out. Uh, he shared very practical ways of how he gets his clients to become advocates for him. Um, so that was a very powerful one. Oh, Brian Parsley, <laughs> brilliant, brilliant, brilliant uh, one as well. And then Sandra Forte was also, it was very practical, very, you know, so people were very inspired by what it is that he had to say. And there's a whole host of, I'm going to keep you busy. If I, if, <laughs> like, there were so many highlights, like everyone was special for me. Even the ones where I was talking, there's certain of those ones that just when I, when I switch it off, when we, we end the live stream, I just go like, yeah, that was nice. I really yeah. enjoyed that. Um, so there were a few of them as well. Um, we actually got a best of playlist um, on what? the on the YouTube channel. So if you go oh, search cool. for for propulsion learning, yeah, uh, or you can even search for virtual coffee with Francois. It's still under that name. The 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 actual um, playlist, but there's a there's a top episodes of 2020. So if anybody wants to check that out, just just go. You can go to propulsion.co.za forward slash YouTube, and then it takes you straight to the channel and there you will see the playlist there, but too many to mention. <laughs> Mate, no, no, no. And, and one of the cool things like content creation is one of those things where there's a, there's a, um, there's obviously a, there's an inherent hurdle uh, because the, the feeling is I don't particularly want to put something out that represents me if it's not really good. And, and especially as a, as a professional, as a financial planning professional, I would say that that's amplified because you know, first and foremost, you are a professional, you're a professional service. And second of all, you don't, you don't want to be seen to be making mistakes in front of your other peers and also your existing clients and of course, potential clients. And, and I understand um, all of the hurdles. Um, one of the things that really blew me away with how quickly, you know, things ramped up for you in terms of the, your content creation was um, how well-versed uh, you were with this, with the tech. I mean, I, I'm looking at you, even though this is probably going to be only audio, but you know, you've got your studio set up with your awesome posters and the lights and then the mics and the, and the, and the cans and everything. And in your mind, was there, um, was there a hurdle at all or were you sort of already pre set up for something like this? And, and then if you were set up, was there a time, early on or earlier on uh, where it was difficult and what did you do to overcome it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, like anything. So I've been dabbling with tech for a long time. 
I really got into, I learned uh, a lot. So what I've been doing is actually, actually I've been creating content for a very long time, uh, but more in the, in the vein of writing articles, mainly published on my LinkedIn profile, blog, whatever. Um, I would publish the same stuff on my website. And then, um, you know, over time, somewhere, if I send it out by email, uh, some, one or two of the editors here are on my emailing list, uh, you know, they, they subscribe to that. And then they would ask, can we publish this? Or would you write something on this? So that's how that whole thing started. So I think what is important is maybe, you know, it depends on what you like to do, right? If you're not a writer, then don't force yourself. If you, if you like, if you're very comfortable talking and speaking, just start off with a podcast because that's where I also learned the most. So I think the articles helped me sort of maybe find my voice a little bit and help me to make things more concise when you when you do things. Although I must be honest with you, I don't script anything. Uh, all my shows, I've got bullet points of things that I want to cover so I don't forget, but nothing is scripted. So if I had to do that same episode tomorrow, again, you're going to get something completely different from me probably, or definitely. <laughs> so, so I don't overthink things. Um, but then when I did start at the podcast, that was a whole process, right? I got somebody to write me a press release and uh, like, I really wanted to do that properly. And there I learned a lot about one, the tech, uh, specifically on the audio side. And then secondly, you know, the biggest thing that I learned was how do I make it easy for myself mm. while I'm busy interviewing somebody so that the editing is not like something I used to do is, and you, yeah, now like when you speak, I don't, um and ah and yes and, and acknowledge what you're saying because I used to do that all the time and if there's a little thing that I needed to take out and then I'm in between saying stuff and or, or you know it just so you 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 learn from listening to yourself like don't do that don't do that you know because I think you can do a lot of courses and a lot of things but unless you do it and you hear yourself and you see yourself you don't realize what's going on and it, it, it's such a such a exciting I think sort of journey to go through so, yeah, absolutely. I mean, still, when it comes to video, um, you know, it's still not perfect. Uh, the lighting, if you look at my very first episode, it looks like I am from Star Wars somewhere on the dark corner of the earth. <laughs> it's been a challenge, the lights. Uh, now it's a lot better, you know, but still, I still battle sometimes. It's still not perfect. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's one of those things. But I don't, for me, the audio is always the thing. When it comes to video, the audio is non-negotiable. So yeah. luckily with a podcast, I got that sorted first. So I've got some nice tech because I'm into tech. So I, yes, I did go and buy nice stuff, but I did a lot of great stuff on my iPhone and I still do. Whenever I do something that goes out via my WhatsApp broadcast list or anything, I record it on my phone, I edit it on my phone and I send it out via my phone. It never goes to a computer. You know, so it's absolutely possible by doing something very simple. Still, the sound is amazing. The light is amazing. The quality of the video is amazing. And, you know, there you go. So um, it's about doing, man. It's, it's, Definitely. it's the only way to learn. Don't be afraid. And you don't always have to publish what you created. Definitely. Yeah. That's another really good point. I, I think you summarized it super well with it, which was, uh, in a podcast, the difference between a podcast and a general conversation is you just let the other person talk for as long as they want to talk. That's kind of it. Just, just hold off. Just, you know, and, and, and it's hilarious because both, are, you know, our personalities are ones that are we, like we want to support the person who's talking and, and saying yes and agreeing along the lines is a really good um, function, I think, in day-to-day -day conversation, which I still do and I'm sure you still do. But it just sounds ridiculous in, in, in re, you know, if you're not a part of the conversation, those, those interjections really stand out. And so, um, 
So it is, it is, uh, it's quite interesting that you sort of summarize it like that. We, we've seen uh, a bunch of podcasts get launched here in Australia and around the world by financial planners in the last 12 months. And it's always, the, I guess, it's not so much that it's podcasting. It's just the fact that more advisors are standing up and saying, I'm happy to put content next to my name. I've very rarely seen it not work. And, and by those who do it regularly. Now, how do you do content regularly? Uh, something else that you alluded to before, and it's something that I fully agree with, which is how on earth do you make it easy? And so you've got, you've got blogging. Uh, if you find blogging easy, then go do blogging. If you find video easy, go do video. If you, uh, if you find LinkedIn uh, updates easy, then go do that. If you, if you want to start a podcast, go do, go do that. There has to be a simple way to execute on the, on the strategy though, because day in, day out, your improvements over time will be you know, through the roof if you do something every day. And content is such a fantastic it's, it's, it's such a fantastic way to get clients as well because they automatically opt in or, or opt out to what you're doing. Another thing that I've seen uh, work really well for advisors is uh, non-scalable um, content as well. So by that, I mean, they do a lot of in-person presentations. So, you know, groups of 10, 15, maybe 20, either organized by themselves or organized with other groups. And but it's the, it's, I think there's another part of it for an advisor as well, because the more you get used to uh, putting forward your ideas, it does a couple of things. It really solidifies what it is that you consider your value prop. And it makes it clearer. You, you start using the same terminology and you become more comfortable with that terminology, whether, you're, whether you then use it in, in, in a meeting or, or whether you use it in emails to, to clients or there's an overarching uniformity and that, and that practice sounds professional. And so what's kind of hilarious is that a lot of advisors start out not knowing what they're doing, terrified that they're not going to look professional fast forward, you know, a, a couple of years doing what they're doing. They sound far superior in their professionalism. And so I'm always such a huge fan of any advisor that gets onto the content train, if you want to call it that. Yeah. And, and you know, what is so important for me is that, I mean, that's going to be like the major part of, of marketing yourself going forward, but here's the big thing about content creation. Very few people will hold themselves accountable to what they want to do or what they promise themselves to do unless they put it out to the world. So mm. it's also a form of keeping yourself accountable. And, and, you know, one of the things that that still gets to me uh, a lot is that I don't know in I don't know if this and I've seen this all over the world I don't know if it's the same on your side of the world but you know often you know when when we an advisor that have very strong views and very strong values and and ethical sort of ways of working and like we believe in something so strongly and there comes out an article or there's there's some thing that that says oh there's been this scam or this there's been a founding against this advisor or whatever that may be you know the very reaction is like, yeah, that's why you need to stay away from again. This is that, 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 and you, and we sort of want to point out the bad apples amongst the bunch. Mm. And I believe, you know, if you really want to do it right, just focus on what you do. 
but tell the world what you do, how you do it, what makes you different. Just focus on yourself. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is really the message I want to get out there. Don't worry about the neighbor and the person next door. Don't view it like they tarnishing your name and your profession and your, because if, if you look at what you do and the next person says, I'm also going to look at what I do and how I do it. The more of us do that, you start leading and clients are not stupid. They can figure out for themselves. I don't want that. I want this. Hmm. And then you will attract the right clients and you don't worry about the other clients that still go and work with the wrong people because they, they thought that they don't want what you have to offer. So I think we should stop worrying about what others are doing or not doing and just be concerned with what we do. You know, and that's the nice thing about building a community where now you get people who are moving in the, in the same direction. You've got people who want to grow. You've got people who wants to change the world. They want to change the way that the profession is viewed. And, uh, you know, they sort of start doing things in a similar vein. And the more that becomes a movement, the more the others will say, oh, maybe there's a better way. Maybe I should reconsider what I'm doing. Um, and that's what I, what I see. So, and, and content plays such a vital role and it can be short form content or long form content. Yes. So you can do, as you say, just a post on LinkedIn. The biggest thing about this, if the biggest lesson that I learned last year, two things show up and be consistent, those two things, then things just happen, uh, you know, and it happens quickly. <laughs> I, I, my mind was blown to say like, we're on day 50. We're on day 75. I've never created so much content in the last six years that I've been doing this ever because I've never been consistent. I've never done it a little bit every single day because it was just an hour every day. And yeah. suddenly now I sit with 120 hours of content that I can do anything with. Yeah. Um, yeah. You said one of the impetus for starting this was, uh, you know, COVID cracking down on the chances that people can spend face-to-face and um did you find that it was a cathartic or 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 was there a mm, how best to put it was there a an emotional benefit was there a sense of being connected for you when you started this that you didn't anticipate or 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 i guess another way to ask the question is was there benefits beyond just the fact that it was uh, you know, good, good for your brand, good for business. Like, did you find that, that, that you emotionally were rewarded from the work that you were doing? Absolutely. And, you know, when I started this, there was no plan. There was no strategy. There was no reason. I wasn't trying to promote my business. Uh, you know, these days, yes, we talk about things in the show that, that maybe will will market some of the things that we do, but that was never the intention. It was never even in, on the plane, uh, you know, like I never even thought about that at all. I just needed something to do and to plan for uh, the next day and just to put together for the next day to keep myself busy. Wow. And then when the people started sending me messages, you know, when more than two people started watching, um, you know, it made me feel part of of something and it made me feel like, you know, somewhere this is helping someone. And, and, you know, we always say this thing about if I could only help one person, my day would be made or my life would be, would have been worth it. That's awesome. And it's true. But the more people you help, the more awesome that becomes. <laughs> so at the end of the day, that's, that was that emotional sort of, you know, where, where, as Russell O puts it, um, I can't remember what is he called this, like sort of your, your goodwill bank account or that, but, but your more, my emotional bank account, I think from that point of view, it was, it made me feel good. It made me feel that I'm, I'm doing something that's, that's worthy. It made me feel 
Like, you know, you are making a difference. You are helping someone. And, and that's why I say when you haven't got something that you can do for yourself, because sometimes we don't know what to do for ourselves, mm. but you go out and help someone else and whatever that means, somebody likes to go and work at a soup kitchen or they want to go and do, um, you know, go, go out and talk to people, for instance, on the street and, and do things like that. And whatever your thing is, you know, mine would be doing it in this way where I just share what I know and it's still up to you to go and do something with it. And there's no bigger thanks for me than when somebody says to me, you know what, that episode, I took that, I put it into, into my practice and this is the result. I'm so thankful for that. That's the real thing that really gets my heart going and puts tears in my eyes sometimes, you know? So, so those are the, so definitely. Yeah. 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 Um, because I think, when it comes to content, um, you know, and, and what I like about live, by the way, is that it's, it's engaging, it's interactive. I can in the show say, hi, Clay, or you can ask me a question. I say, Clay, like that is a fantastic question. This is da-da-da. And we can engage in real time. So, so that yeah. makes it so much more real. And, and everybody watching can engage with one another at that. Everybody at that very point in time is busy there. And it is a real community. Um, and, and that is what is so, so amazing for me um, about that. So um, how long were you working for yourself? Like if, if that's how you want to view it, you know, how long were you working in that space of helping advisors improve their business? So helping them improve their business has been my entire life, um, my working <laughs> life. But uh, on my own, uh, I started in 2013. I started my own practice. So first I went into practice, did that for about a year and a half, hated most of it uh, simply because I don't know. I loved the part working with clients. Everything else around it was not so, such such fun for me. So then I sort of started going through a process to figure out what why was I put on this earth? And then that's how I eventually through a whole process and talking to a lot of people, something happened. And that's how I got into this whole training thing. But looking back, I've always done that my entire life, just never as a job or a career or being paid for it. It was just something I did. Mm -hmm. And uh, I didn't know how I was going to monetize it, but I just started creating my own content, uh, you know, workshops, that kind of stuff, training material. And that's how I started. And then it was a lot of face-to-face -face training back then. Then in 2017, we started the, uh, I created an online platform called Circulars Online, where we've put all our courses and everything on there. So it's self-paced, you can do it, get CPD for it, uh, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, obviously, there it's, it was very much based, my, my very first priority was to get all the technical stuff on there. So that's what we did from 20, end of 2017 until 2019. That was what, what I did is I created a course on everything. So it's very South African based, uh, obviously, because it's our tax and, and our rules and regulations and things. But then last year or the year before, rather in 2019, we started creating a lot of webinars. So I did a lot of webinars, which was a little bit replaced in 2020 by the show uh, because just because of time and but uh, we're back with new webinars. So the webinars are more broad. So they are more like they, they apply to, it doesn't matter where in the world you are, mm -hmm. as my show does, because that was the idea. We were not country specific. Um, and that's another thing that came out of the show. I got to meet you. I got to meet yeah. Emily. I got to meet yeah. uh, Adam and yeah. Dan and, and Kate, um, you know, all these people like from all over the world that I, that I connected with and started building relationships with, and we engage on a regular basis. So it yeah. wasn't just a, will you be on my show? And then we never talk again. And <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. And I mean, if you look at the guests that were on my show, I would never ever have met those, those guys and ladies yeah. unless, you know, this happened. So 
Um, yes, all of that is available on the on the platform still, and we there, there's some more stuff coming this year, more webinars coming, and um, yeah, so so we also do refresher kind of things, but they are again very South African specific because it's very technical. But yeah, now bringing in more of the softer stuff, technology. We talk a lot about technology and how you can can implement that into your business. What are the things you need to look out for? So I talk a lot about those because it's a passion of mine, and um, yeah, so. Um, so that's mainly, uh, you know, what we do and that is available. So, so Circulus, um, it's just learn.circulus.co.za is the, the website there. But the main thing is if you just go to propulsion.co.za, there are links to everything and it explains everything we do. And uh, there will be now a page for the show as well by the 5th of February, because that was always a separate thing. It wasn't on there, but the podcast is on there. The, like everything is in that one place. So propulsion.co.za is where you will find you know, to see more about what we do. That's awesome, man. And look, uh, again, you're, you're one of the most upbeat uh, characters I've, I've met last year. That's for, that's for sure. And an absolute um, bundle of energy. And um, it's amazing to have people like yourself, you know, like financial advice advocates that are out there, again, sharing, you know, just the, the best parts of what it means to, to provide good advice. And the way that I sort of um, summarize it in my mind is, you know, financial planning is too important not to be done well. And that's why you've got this entire you know, network of people across the globe that are so dedicated to seeing it live up to the potential that it can be. And, um, and often all of us have been at certain points, financial planners, and for whatever reason we didn't stay, but we're so intrinsically linked to it that we're, we're we're almost like a parallel uh profession that's right right next to advisors saying just like stay the course keep going and and i mean it's amazing to see you know like around the world uh people saying very similar things despite different rules and regulations and and you know jurisdictions and all that sort of stuff but it the, the common theme of of advice taking its mantle of what it can be in in uh people's life i think is uh, is a very common theme around the world so uh mate thank you for coming on sharing with us I, I was when we got to catch up last year i wanted to actually come back at some point and uh and get the chance to ask you you know how you got here as well so really appreciate you sort of spending time and giving us more context it's a huge pleasure and and can i just say like i take so much inspiration from what you're doing at xy you know the the way that you run that community the value that's there um i, I think we've we've spoken about it on the show a few times of there must be a good community of South Africans on there already. Yeah. Uh, I know we created a specific area for, for <laughs> them, thanks to Louis. Um, Louis van der Marvo is, is also doing fantastic work for the profession here, apart from yeah. the great work he does with his clients um, and, and that old business of theirs, Wealth Up. You know, so, so yeah, it's just amazing. And, and I've been so privileged to be part of this and, and just to have a chance to come onto the podcast. This is only my third podcast interview ever what? that I was where I was interviewed. Crazy. <laughs> I'm usually the one asking the questions <laughs> and yeah, driving the conversation. So that has been amazing. And yeah, just thanks for the friendship, man. It was something that has, that has uh, started to cultivate over, over last yeah. year. And again, thanks to COVID. Eh? There, there were good things coming out of this. So really, really grateful for that and for everything that you guys do. Um, trust me, I see you every morning, every day, everywhere I am. There's something. Emily makes sure of that, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Um, so, yeah, it's been amazing. And hopefully we can see one another. Uh, my brother now lives down in Oz. So yeah. if I come and visit, which I will. That would be awesome. Then, um, yeah. So uh, it will be great to meet in person. Definitely. And, uh, a, with a mask or without a mask doesn't matter <laughs> well mate that would be absolutely excellent so again 
thanks for coming on, man, and uh, all the best and hopefully chat soon. Awesome stuff. Have a good one. Thank you very much.